Welcome to another episode of the Earbuds. Again, another yes. brief hiatus, but we're back. What's up, Mark? Uh, we're back jam-packed with stuff we still want to talk about from last week, so uh, it'll be an interesting episode. Yeah, dude. I'm uh, pretty jazzed about this. I think that these might be three of our favorite artists yes. currently. Yes. Hip-hop artists. We're going to talk about 2 Chains, Young Thug, and Vince Staples. Uh, yeah. Those will be the albums we discussed. Um, Two Chains and Young Thug came out two weeks ago, and then Vince Staples was this this last Friday. Um, but we got a fun episode, so those are probably. I mean, we're gonna really get into some stuff. <laughs> yeah. These three guys. Um, but as usual, you know, some music videos we'll talk about, some singles of the last couple of weeks. But yeah, mainly two weeks ago. Yeah, but, uh, mainly two weeks. The ago. spreadsheet for this past week was a bit barren for. Probably because we didn't really follow. What? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> let's, let's do it. sure the mic was on so we didn't have a episode two experience all over again all right man well happy monday uh let's dive into some music videos you want to let's talk about uh holding on by by war on drugs let's talk about it um i'll let you why don't you go first yeah all right so the war on drugs is it's a it's a heavy war is um <laughs> Uh, failed political concept, but also what we'll be talking about is uh, an indie rock band. Um, they've been around for a bit. Kurt Vile was one of the founding members who's since left, but uh, they have an album coming out this August, so Holding On is one of their sequels. They have a video out for it. Uh, what'd you think of it? I thought the song was really cool. It's very upbeat. So it's, honestly, I'm not a huge uh, like War on Drugs follower. Yeah, so this so is like my first real like dive into their music. They're really good. They're, they are really good. The, it's uh, very like Americana, like rock, yeah, like, classic sound. A little folky. Yeah, um, yeah, a little folky Bruce Sting, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Sting, Bruce, Sting, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, kind of like mashup almost. Yeah, with like some pop, like more like modern like yeah beats and yeah. stuff. Um. It's, I mean, the song is pretty cool. So I didn't really understand the music. I mean, I, the music video is kind of weird. What bothered me most is that, um, so it's the one guy from The Wire. Yeah, Commissioner uh, Burrell. Thank you, Commissioner Burrell. And then I don't know who the other guy was that was uh, in this music video. That's one of the guys from the band. I think it's like oh. one of the guitarists. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. anyway, what really bothered me is that about two minutes in, so basically Deputy Burrell, or Commissioner Burrell. Yeah. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> that's Commissioner to you. <laughs> um, He's walking down. He sees a stray, like golden retriever. Yeah, I mean it's like it. a six-minute song, so the video kind of yeah. meanders to right. get to its point. So but, he's like walking down the that street. That dog is adorable. Yes, it is. So he's walking down this road, like windy road, and sees the band members, like the only other person in his music video, and they shake with their left hand. Oh, that's the red. That's the I one thing I, I picked up that. from the entire music video is that they shake hands with the left hands. That's fucked up. Uh, I didn't notice that. All right, that's what I said. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So like, 
it opens with uh, this dude waking up in his bed alone, and you're supposed to get from his like morning routine the vibe that he's like sad and lonely, and they show an old like faded photograph of him when he was younger with um, some woman, probably a wife or girlfriend, now deceased. And uh, hmm. so then the video kind of culminates in uh, the dude that is in the band basically <laughs> taking Commissioner Burrell to, <laughs> to the place of the photograph and taking another picture of him. And then, he, and then he sets it next to like the old picture. It's very tugs on your heartstrings a bit. Yeah, then I couldn't get over nice. the handshake. Yeah, I'm gonna no. have to go back and watch it. No, it's a very it's a very uplifting. Like if you're feeling down, watch this video. The song is like really uplifting too. Yeah, but it's like six minutes. That kind of kind of yeah. Well, it's a cute dog though. Cute dog. All right. Um, <laughs> quite the uh, pivot to our next <laughs> to our next video. Do you want to kick it off? Yes, so um, set the stage for what this song is about. A young boy um, lost both of his parents at a very young age um, in a city called Gotham. To Hollywood fame. To Hollywood fame, perhaps. (laughs) So Jaden Smith (laughs) released a song called Batman in uh, an accompanying music video. And what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, Also, before we get too far into it, we should note that the song is basically a complete ripoff of Jumpman oh, by Drake. And it is Future. the beat. Yeah, so, he just goes Batman, 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 which is trash. But also exactly what Drake does on Jumpman. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, but at no, least like, that is like a. Fu- no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying quality wise, which I'm saying they're the same thing. They are the same. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that's Jaden Smith rapping. He does this Batman a bunch. But anyway, so. In the music video, he um, he's wearing a white Batman costume, which he's been seen in public at least three or four times wearing it. So he definitely wore it to Kanye's wedding, which is <laughs> literally one of the funniest pictures on the internet. <laughs> is Kim, Kim and Kanye strolling down the aisle, and Jaden Smith is like completely serious, standing straight up in a white Batman suit, just clapping. It's so funny. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go look that if, up. If like if it wasn't like a kind of like a low quality picture, I would have it framed and hung up on my wall it's so funny (laughs) um so that's the one the second time was he wore like a hybrid version to his prom so he didn't wear the full mask but he had the cape and the white suit and then this time around he wears it in a music video slash a song about batman like i don't understand he's not batman is that what he's getting at i don't think he he actually thinks he's batman dude i think he might it's probably, I think, well, I'm not like actually Batman. Yeah, but, like, he thinks I mean, he's a, like a, a Batman character. The reason he wore it to Kim and Kanye's wedding was because he wanted to save everyone there. I swear to God, he said that. Save from inter- what? I don't know. But that's what he said in an interview. Huh. <laughs> it's great. Well, like, I don't know. If both of your parents were as famous as his, I feel like he'd be doing really fucked up stuff to, like, yeah, man. make he's a o- name for he's yourself. He's only 18. Yeah. That's wild. What was that movie? Uh, After Earth? Yeah. Have you ever seen it? No. I don't plan on changing that. I don't know. I might watch it now. I want to see like the progression of Jaden Smith. 
Well, that's the thing is... Which, uh, is if anyone doesn't follow him on Twitter, go do it immediately. Yeah. Great Twitter follow. Well, so that's the thing is... So nobody from the get-go is like, hey, I bet Will and Jada's kids are going to be really messed up. But people are saying that for Kanye's now and DJ Khaled's like, what are those kids going to be like? Pretty messed up. Well, did you hear that Kim and Kanye are getting a surrogate? Yeah. For their third baby? Yeah. And they might name their dog Baby Jesus. <laughs> I, did you see Kim tweeted, what should uh, North name her dog? Yeah. And yeah, Baby Jesus was one of the... Uh, so getting back to <laughs> this very important music video, my last talking point was I was looking at the YouTube comments mm. and somebody asked, said, no one's asking how he put the mask on with his hair because he's got like big treads in the video, right? You know where Weekend's hair went. Yeah, well, so there's a bunch of theories. Somebody said he cut his dreads two months ago. It's possible that this video was filmed when he didn't have dreads anymore. Somebody said the mask opens from the back, allowing more room. Look right before he starts to put the mask on, and it's big as fuck. <laughs> it's not him. Guy in Batman suit is white. Look at the hands. Oh. <laughs> you ever played any RPGs, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, people are the worst. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, go go watch that video. Uh, it's pretty absurd. Have you ever heard of gloves? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, man. I'm never going to watch this again. <laughs> well, that's a lie. I definitely will late at night drunk. Oh, yeah. It has a very that's specific going on place. The playlist. Yeah. yeah, this has a very specific place in my... Uh, after 4 a.m. <laughs> YouTube bender. Oh. All right, let's move on from videos. That pretty much does it. So, um, moving into the singles uh, they want to talk about. So, um, two weeks ago, ASAP Ferg released four songs, um, all of which are on SoundCloud, I believe. I don't think any of them are on. Yeah, I didn't listen to any of them. You haven't? No. Oh. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that before. So talk your so, talk. Your talk. Yeah. So I texted, Which one did you like the most? So I texted Mark before <laughs> this. What the shit, man? I texted Mark. It's like, here's what we're going to cover. Well, no, and no, you no, immediately no. responded, yeah, sounds good. Well, so then after that, I looked up on Apple Music and I was like, oh, no, recent Ferg songs. They're not showing up. And I meant to sell you before this that that happened. Okay. But I talked about uh, LeVar Ball. So, what do you what do you think of those ASAP for songs? Do you want me to play you one of the songs and then uh, we cut out that part and then you give an immediate reaction? Oh uh, yeah, that's cool. It might be cool. Yeah, let's try it. All right, man. That song was called "Knee Along." What did you think? Certified banger. <laughs> that is exactly what I want from Ferg. I hope that's on his. Uh, new album coming out it is so aggressive oh, wow it, no it might, that's exactly what i want right from ferg. that song might be the most on-brand ferg song since uh shaba yeah or work or uh dump dump <laughs> dump dump is that's the, peak asap ferg he's yeah. never he, he can't come close to that again the only issue i have with this song is that he opens it up by taking a shot at two chains which bothers me because we're going to talk about him later. Because he's my favorite. Yeah. Which is bullshit. I don't know if that's a shot at him but or a what reference. What does he say? you have the lyrics pulled up? Ain't playing with you titty boys. Give me two chains with these two clocks. 
So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think he's definitely saying, I'm not playing with you two chains. Give me yeah, jewelry would, and guns. Why would anybody want to start beef with chains? That's I, well, I don't understand. That's some bullshit. All right. Anyway, that's uh, if this is what the album's going to sound like, I'm very into do you want to do that one more time? Do what? Listen to one of these songs? Nah, no, we're keep good. That's <laughs> yeah, kind of fun. Let's keep All right, going. so uh, his other single he came out with is called Plain Jane. Um, it's like four total, right? Yeah, it was four total. So the second one, Plain Jane, uh, the beat is basically Slob on My Knob by 3-6 Mafia. Oh. Uh, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, Furious... Fur- Furious Ferg is yeah, the yeah. third of the fourth uh, singles that came out. Um, this one, he like doesn't stop rapping at all, which is pretty cool, and it's not super vulgar, so this one's like a little off-brand for so me. He stays furious. Yeah, he stays like not... Um, <laughs> he doesn't go knee along on this one. Um, sounds good. And then the other, the last one here is called Aw Yeah, uh, which features Lil Yachty. Um but he opens up, I think his first verse, um, not Lil Yachty, ASAP Ferg opens up with, this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Like oh. he's, he raps that and I'm like, come on, this is, stay, stay in your lane. This is not, ASAP Ferg does not need to be rapping Prince lyrics. But what if? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I didn't like it. And then Lil Yachty sucked per usual, but <laughs> whatever. Um, anyway, Mark, you should go listen to the other three songs. Listeners, go listen to those four if you like ratchet-ass rap music. Um, all right, let's move into the, the you know the next single here, um, "Let Me Breathe" by Action Bronson. Um, so this is one of the singles coming off of his new or his upcoming album later this summer. Hopefully, does he have a date yet? Uh, it's called Blue Chip Seven Thousand. Yeah, so that's cool. It's um, part of his Blue Chip series, which are like. Probably his most popular mixtapes. Uh, Do you want to give a background on that? I don't know if we've talked about him ever. Uh, I don't think we've gotten into him. Nah, I don't think. So, Action Bronson. Uh, maybe listeners know him as the host of Fuck That's Delicious. and uh, Action Bronson and Friends watching Ancient Aliens. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's Viceland famous. Um, he's also a dope rapper. He's from New York. Uh, he's been going for a while. Yeah, he's good. He's got um, a series of mixtapes called uh, called there's play various like blue chips basically, um, and usually that's with uh, I think the producer's name is Party Supplies. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, um, I don't know if this album is going to be exclusively party supplies or not, but uh, yeah, they those, teamed up for this song. Yeah, cool. yeah, those are typically his most well received projects, so it's cool that he's doing kind of an album version of it. Dude, I love that. Before we get into the song, I love Action Bronson. Yeah, he's like very charismatic, um, which is yeah how he's hosting to right. Different he's a shows. former chef yeah. turned like rapper entertainer. Yeah. He's, he's so cool. he's like a massive dude. He's so like, awesome. Gross beard. It's awesome. Um. All right, dude. Uh, what did you think of this song? Um, it's pretty cool. The beat is like a little like bouncier and livelier. It's very than... spacey. Yeah. Like there are like yeah. lasers in the background that you can pick up. Uh-huh. Um, it reminded me of something that like the Beastie Boys would have put together. That's the vibe it gave me. Yeah. It's like a very like 
not clunky, but like they're very obvious sounds that like are not like just rap beats, right? Yeah. Like they're like very. Sp- I don't know. I thought it was really dope. <laughs> He's um, awesome. I liked that. So he goes something along the lines of like, if I could make a dance that goes with this song, you know, like get super popular or whatever. So they're better. Like they're better. A be a music video for the song, and B he better do like something like super goofy. But uh, dude, yeah. I hope he does. This is a really fun song. I'm adding it to most of my party playlists yeah. this summer. Yeah. That's it's pretty the, swaggy. Yeah, he's good for, like, even um, maybe not everybody you're partying with knows him. Um, he's still got some party bangers. Baby Blue with Chance. Always get some play time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one other shout-out on this song before we move on is uh, he says, he compares it, he goes, Magic in the Studio, like Michael Jackson. Ooh. Uh, which... Come on. Why? Come on, guys. This is the second rapper in a row. You don't need to compare yourself to Michael Jackson and Prince. I don't get it. Anyway, let's let's move on. This is a fun song, though. Let Me Breathe. Action Bronson. Um, all right, dude. Uh, one or two? Say a number. Um, let's do Amine. All right. That was number two. <laughs> <laughs> Way to play the game, dude. I'm trying to... <laughs> Trying to move this pot along. I cut to the chase. You don't listen to the I damn singles. Cut to the chase. Um, all right. So the song is called "Turf" by Amine. Um, my instant reaction: This dude's really talented. Yeah, this He's is really like good. A, uh, it's cool to hear kind of a different sound than his other singles for this project. This one's a little darker. Yeah. Uh, it's not as like poppy, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wanted. I didn't want to say a chill rap song, but it's like a very slow. It's more introspective. Like, he kind of yeah. yeah. He talks about um, kind of leaving the neighborhood um, where he grew up with his parents to kind of find himself, basically, and how uh, he needs to do that for his career. And then big what, Portland yeah, guy. Yeah, what going back to the neighborhood is like then, and yeah, it's cool. Yeah, he's really talented. So he like he sings the chorus. And then raps, like the verse, I yeah. guess. It's pretty slow, but yeah, he's really dope. Yeah, Check there's him out. A, kind of a weird uh, like bridge or yeah. like interlude part to it. But then the outro is like cool. Yeah, very. So it's definitely worth sticking around through. Uh, there's some interesting uh, sampled talk, I guess. Sampled discussion in there. Sample discussion. <laughs> Similar to what we do every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that song's called Turf by Amine uh, definitely worth checking out alright um, the second to last song we want to talk about is my number one on Song of the Summer hits Feels by Calvin Harris really? dude it is so good you have beef with it? no I don't have beef with it but I one of my points here was that it's not as catchy as like the other ones he's put out. Oh, I think it's twice as catchy. Well, it's, I think it's uh, up there with Slide. Um, yeah. Heat Stroke is good, but like I, I think Slide is my song of the summer still. Yo, Feels is dope. So Car- Katy Perry um, comes in on like the chorus or hook or whatever you want to call it. Well, yeah, it's kind of like hard to like. Does Pharrell or Katy Perry have the hook? Shh. I guess that's fair because they both like kind of go back and yeah. forth with Big Sean rapping. It's not like short, like there's not like a short enough hook to be catchy. Katy Perry, like it's a good song. Oh, I love it. Katy Perry uh, sounds just like Gwen Stefani. Okay. 
Oh, you don't, you have no reaction I, to that? Yeah, like that's it was pretty dope. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that's it, but I think very smart move by Calvin Harris. If he's really, I mean, he's obviously trying to go after this song out of the summer deal at least to get Pharrell because he's been on Happy and uh, Get Lucky. Yeah, both have been dubbed songs of their respective summers. Yeah, that's a good point. And Big Sean is actually good on this song. Oh yeah, which was kind of it made me happy because yeah. this album was trash. Yeah, there's not like, yeah, Big Sean's interesting because it's he can like have like an okay verse where like he doesn't say anything too interesting, but as long as he doesn't like say something super corny that like sticks out, then you're like, oh yeah, good job, Big Sean. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. That's like he sets an interesting bar for himself. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Um, yeah, Feels by Calvin Harris. I'm sure everyone has heard that song, but if not, listen to it right now. Um, last one, we'll kind of segue into something, I think. So let's talk about Wild Thoughts. Actually, let's just talk about the DJ Khaled album. Yeah. Um, so I, we initially wanted to talk about Wild Thoughts when this song came out two weeks ago before the album dropped. Yeah. But since we're lazy podcast hosts, let's do it now. What do you yes. think of the album? Well, then 120 well, or hour and full 20. disclosure a we never agreed to listen to the whole album fair so i didn't <laughs> um i listened to like i like picked and chose five or six songs including the ones we've talked about on this uh podcast before um yeah i wasn't about to listen to hour an hour and a half but uh so let's talk about Wild Thoughts real... Well, what do you think? You Did you listen to the whole album? Um, I got through every <laughs> song, but it was yeah, one of those things right. where like, if I didn't like the song, I just hit next. Yeah. So like, I technically, no, but like I tried it. Okay. I, like, I, I attempted to do so at work. Um, it's really long. And like, uh, yeah, like the five singles that came out are really good. Otherwise, this is like a super passable album, yeah, which is so, like too bad. Because right, well, I feel like DJ Khaled's been on a real high lately, so I was kind of looking for him to... Yeah. It'd be cool if this was like a 14-song yeah. album and every song was a banger. Well, this like, that ties into like, like DJ Khaled's persona is like so like luxurious and like everything's in excess that like, if I was going to be, had to guess somebody who's going to put out an hour and a half. DJ Khaled or Rick Ross, which he's on whatever. That's one of the songs I listen to. Rick Ross? Yeah. yeah. And Rick Ross fits perfectly into the type of beats on this album. So. Yeah, I would agree. Do you think that they were recording this and they got through like 15 songs and the exec producers were like, all right, we're good. And then DJ Khaled just goes, another one. And then they fired up another beat, and then he was like, another one. Yeah, I like, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, we had 20 songs. Another one. I'd be so interested to see. I feel like it's more of a sort of a continuous process where he's basically bringing in artists for songs just continuously. And eventually, somebody's like, yo, we've got 25 songs. Hey, let's put out an album. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Uh, that could be. So, um, his other singles were "I'm the One." Um, talked about it. Yeah, there's "To the Max" um, with Drake. Um, there was "Wild Thoughts," which is the um, the song we yeah, wanted to talk. I about. I liked it. Yeah, they sampled Santana, which is pretty cool. It's like a fun guitar mm -hmm. riff. 
Um, and honestly, everything Rihanna touches is gold. Yes. So yes. you can put it on anything, and yeah. it'll be a good song because she's really dope. Um, there might have been another single or two, but they're escaping me. So who get who cares? Let's <laughs> let's move on. Well, uh, there are so two songs I do want to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, the the floor is yours. Three sort of. So I just want to gotta get the two chains line in. He talks. Oh. He says, uh, "On whatever." He's, he says, "I bought a new Rolex. Now my old Rolex trying to sue me." <laughs> <laughs> Is so he's the way he talks about his jewelry and his kitchen appliances, which we'll touch on later. Is super fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, the other, the other ones. I wanted to talk about Good Man with Push and Jada Kiss. That was definitely my favorite. That was a good song. Yeah. yeah Push it was cool. Push's second verse was so awesome. Uh, he says, I could spend a year reminiscing the length of your career reminiscing. Yeah. He's dope. He's awesome. Get that album up soon. Uh-huh. Um, finally, I think we should talk about I Love You So Much with Chance. <laughs> Can we not? I don't want to shit on Chance, but this well, song no, so, sucks. So, all right. Oh. I like. I want to use this song, which I really do not like. It's so bad. It's so, I want to use this as... I feel like anytime Chance has come up on this podcast, I've been like lukewarm at best. And I feel guilty. Of, not guilty, but I do want to get it out there that I'm a huge Chance fan. I've been listening to Chance for a long time, and... I guess I hold him to a high standard, and what he's put out in the past five or six months has not been great. And no. so that's why I'm more critical of it than others. Dude, I really love Chance, though. He's and hit this the mainstream. Song, this song was so bad. It's so this, stupid. This song was basically... There was kind of like a creeping feeling as I was listening to Coloring Book the first time. And this song is like the culmination of that feeling. It's just that like feeling distilled to just, it's so corny and so, and he's, he just says the ABCs. Dude, it's the lamest fucking then, song. Then he was retweeting people like going like, oh my God, Chance said the ABCs on a song and it was incredible. And he was just retweeting people saying that. Yeah, I want. I don't want to. I'm gonna say something I regret about Chance. So we gotta move on. I know. I I needed to get that out there. I needed to clear the air. I think I we're. Don't, yeah. I don't hate Chance. No, we're Chance fans. We hold them to a high standard. Yeah, but the last six months, bro. What are you doing? Oh my god. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> okay, let's move. Let's go. The beat's cool though. Yeah, which is, which is too damn bad. It's just too bad. They wasted a chance beat. Yo, chance could have really oh, killed it. God. That's the thing. It's like chance. Oh, like if you actually let him do bars, he's a top five rapper. Well, that I don't know if who is. Yeah, I don't know who is in control on that, but. Right, I like this is this bullshit. All right, let's move on, dude. I don't want to. I, I'm getting triggered right now. I'm upset. Trigger warning. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, one of our favorite rappers who we're gonna go see in August. Two Chains. Uh, so he released uh, his album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. 
and it did not disappoint. Uh, sure did not. All I want to say is I think what I'm most happy about with this album drop was we finally learned how he got the name Titty Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll talk about probably when we get to that song. Yeah. But man, all right, what'd you think of this thing? So overall, um, I've always kind of thought that uh, his his two boats album, right? Um, they had like a very different sound than all his mixtapes and EPs. They were very They're very like, bass heavy. They were bass heavy, very kind of like luxurious, like Rick Ross type, like very overproduced stuff. This album definitely scales that back, and it has more of like almost a darker tone to it but still very trappy and accessible i would say yeah i think this is his most listenable project yeah yeah um it's not super upbeat all the time but it's very right but it's not like an hour of just like yeah no no it's 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 definitely it's dope um (laughs) i I like it a lot what's your favorite uh because he says on one song he names all of them What's your favorite two chains nickname? Ooh. Um. I really like Daniel Sun necklace. <laughs> Daniel Sun necklace down is good. I like his uh, his Instagram handle is Hairweed Hair Killer. Killer. Yeah. I think that might be my favorite. <laughs> All right, because on uh, oh, uh that, God. yeah. What song is it? God, oh, man, it's gonna bother me. Uh, but one of the songs on here, he named yeah. all four in a row. Yeah, as he's just like fading out. <laughs> yeah, El oh, Chapo Junior. Well, that I love when like he just talks over outros. Like, oh, it's uh, great. Uh, is either on Hibachi or Daniel Son, or he's just somebody give me a wet floor sign in here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I think this is his like most listenable project. I mean, it's all like the gloating and showboating you could want. Yeah. Like as far as the actual rapping goes. Um, beats aren't too heavy. It's really dope. Um, let's start with this first track, dude. So, what'd you think of Saturday Night? Um, the guitar riff to open that thing yeah. is sick. Super awesome. Um, then he eventually gets to what I was alluding to earlier. Uh, he talks about his $3,000 microwave and his touchscreen stove. Dude, I don't think you're doing it justice. He says 3000 3, yeah. for a microwave touchscreen stove, little bitch. Oh, and a see-through fridge. <laughs> see-through fridge. <laughs> oh, he's great. Um, that might, that's one of my favorite lines in the entire album. Oh, he's... I mean, we're going to touch no on one a likes, lot of lines here. Nobody likes appliances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, no. Every, anytime I see this album referenced on Twitter, it's people talking about that appliance line. Which is really funny because he's been doing this for a <laughs> yeah, long time. Yeah, I know. Like, people might be listening to this album more than, like, boats, but, yeah. like, fork. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, granted, it's yeah, about, no, the, like, cooking, but... He, yeah, he, <laughs> he talks about his appliances and his jewelry in a very peculiar manner i mean very, I also, yeah let's just before we get in too far the way he introduces like these four lines about like his uh, he literally says look at my upgraded kitchen <laughs> <laughs> my marble countertops <laughs> see-through microwave see-through fridge he's just like is so happy that he owns like <laughs> nice supply like yeah. he's just like so pumped <laughs> like no one has ever been happier with just appliances we need a video <laughs> of this song so we can actually see those appliances Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And if you're not familiar with, um, I don't know if you've ever referenced it before. We haven't talked about 2 Chains too much on this thing. Yeah. Um, 
But you should check out his GQ video series. It's called The Most Expensive of Shit. Yeah. Where he literally just tries the most expensive of some things. Like, he's tried, like, a $300 cheeseburger that has, like, little bits of gold in the actual meat. He listened to his own music on, like, a $5,000, like, headphone set. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, let's, let's move on. But that's two chains in a nutshell. God, I love that, man. Um... What do you want to get into, man? Well, uh, I want to so I want to talk about a little. Uh, so he's kind of touched on it a little bit in a couple of his mixtapes. Not touched on it, but got a little more personal about his upbringing. Yeah, this one was and a lot like, more personal yeah, than usual. Like, I mean, on his albums and stuff, you're used to hearing about him bragging about uh, just general drug dealing and how he's good at it, but. This is definitely more personal in how he talks about that. Yeah, he brings up cool. He brings up a lot of stuff about how his mom was a single parent. Yeah. Um, how he like never saw his dad because he was in and out of prison. He talks a lot about um, his one like friend and other like Atlanta rapper who was like shot a couple years ago and deceased. Like it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, he talks it wasn't about putting just about... burglar bars on his window because he doesn't trust his neighbors. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it was pretty. Like, to your point, like, a little darker than usual. Yeah. Because, like, on Boats, he has a song called Netflix. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, let's make a sex tape and put it on Netflix. Like, this is just not that. It's still great, though. Yeah, so on on Burglar Bars, which is the last song, uh, so this, like, I thought personifies, these four lines, personifies kind of the goofiness of his lines, but also how he balances it with the personal stuff on this album. He says, I did everything except a fucking song with Jay, but I murdered every song I fucking did with Ye. My verses are better and my subject is realer. See, my mom was an addict and my dad was the dealer. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like a cool, like, he's talking about, you know, his kind of hip-hop conquest and then flips it into his upbringing. uh, Let's talk about that real quick. He has gotten a lot better. We yeah, talked no, about this when this first so, came out. So we have, His flow yeah. has gotten significantly better. We have a friend who, um, like about this time last year, was very anti 2 chains and would not listen to a solo 2 chain song. Said he was fine on features. And then, um, sure enough, in the group message when this album dropped, he said, yeah, this 2 chains album is nice. No, uh, it is. His, yeah. He's gotten way better. Yeah. Like, and... I think it was, I saw an interview um, where he was like talking about how, like, how hard he tries for like every feature he's in. Like, Uh he take he doesn't like just mail it in for the check. Like, which like, this dude is smart. Yeah. Yeah, he came from like the trap. You could like, you know what I mean? But like, this dude is a bona fide like. He went to college. Yeah, like, he knows exactly what he's doing. Like, he gets into his brand so hard <laughs> and plays into it. Like, he doesn't fuck around. Like, he is 2 chains. Like, he doesn't... It's not just, like, a stage moniker. Like, this, that guy, like... Right. Like, fucks hard with, like, what he is. Which is just, like, I mean... Yeah, he's gotten cool. so good at it. Like, he's such a better rapper yeah. than, like... Yeah, because, like, Boats... I love Boats... But like they're obviously such passable songs. Yeah. But you're like, man, you gotta like. Dude, this is yeah. I would skip a couple on here, but overall, it's really solid. Yeah, which I think has partly to do with a couple of these songs he's released before 
on either Hibachi for lunch yeah. or Daniel Sun. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of a. I'm glad. Well, yeah, so you can spin it as he wants to get more exposure or the kind of the record label wants more exposure plus the sales. But yeah, no, I think big amount should have been way bigger. Yeah, it's the original Trap Flute. Yeah. That came out before all the other Trap Flutes. Yeah. And then I also... And it's got a drink feature. Yeah, and good drink. I feel the same way. Like that song is a lot better than the coverage it's gotten right or like listens i guess it's dope um so i'm glad those two songs are on there and good drink i think has like one of my favorite two chains lines ever he opens up the song with um i used to use my mattress like an atm i <laughs> i love that <laughs> so much i think it's so good yeah so um were there any features you liked or didn't like and then we'll get into we can just throw lines at each other that we liked and then right. move on alright so feature that was, I'm going to do one and one cause yeah because there's not too many rap two, features but there's plenty of hooks I'll do stuff. two I liked so I loved Sway Lee on Poor yes. Fool so yes Sway he was Lee, perfect for that song yes yeah, Sway Lee um, is one of the I think there's only two yeah um, one of the two from Ray Shremard, um, which is just eardrummers backwards um He's really dope on the hook um, of Poor Fool. He's got a really great, yeah. like, auto... T- like, the way he... I mean, like, his just rap persona, I guess, is, like, perfect for this song. Um, and I just like the song in general because yeah. this is the, the song origin. where he... It's the origin story of Titty Boy. So, 2 Chain's former um, rap name was Titty Boy. Um, and he finally, in this song, talks about it. So, they used to call me Titty Boy because she used to spoil me talking about his mom so this song has a lot of references to what we talked about earlier like his single mom and like growing up and how hard it was but like he he just recently bought her like a new like a big ass mansion um and this song references a bunch of like they used to call me titty boy because yeah his mom tried to spoil him yeah which is like dope um the other feature i enjoyed um this is growing on me in the good way um travis scott on 4 a.m Oh, yeah. So the first time I listened to that song, I think we were together actually. We were yeah, playing video I was games or something. Very underwhelmed. Um, yeah, and Mark was like, "Yo, fire up 4am." Like two chains just dropped a new song. Didn't didn't love it, um, but I'm starting to really like it. It's pretty chill. Um, in the inch, the, one of the first lines is two chains says, uh, "Well, I'll, I'll save it actually for like this okay. this back and forth." Um, so I'll bring up 4am. And then the feature I didn't like, which I feel like we're going to talk about. Yep, you you covered <laughs> the exact three I wanted you to. All right, let's talk about Nikki. Let's Yo, what is she doing? Let's talk about what that Can verse I just, is. I don't want this to sound like a hot take, but was she ever good? Or did she only have the one ver- the one thing on Monster? I don't know. So, full, I, like, I haven't listened to a ton of her solo stuff, but I think there were... Um, couple projects kind of in that time frame that weren't like terrible but this is a bad verse all right so Nicki minaj is on the song realize man one of her lines is checks clear bible swear (laughs) and like the 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 production kind of like scales back on that like she's trying to deliver it like it's like a dope line 
and it's very you know, sh- I, tough. I don't like her on this, and it bothers me because this is another like attempt at her dissing Remy Ma. Like it's over. We've been talking about yeah. this for like three or four months. Like let it go. Like this is you're not. This she's not doing a she good lost. job. Like if she fired like banger verses like dissing Remy, I'd be very into it. But she's not doing a good job at this. God, it's so bad. And what makes it worse is that Two Chains has like one of my favorite lines of the entire album on this song before she starts rapping. So it's just like, <laughs> it's just yeah. I'm just like, what the shit? Like you're just getting. This Beard. is supposed to like this song is supposed to be about yeah. her because he honestly doesn't rap a lot. Like he gives her a lot of airtime. Right. And it's yeah, just, she has like the hook and and yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> one of her, uh, the other one I want to touch on is she mentions she describes herself as Dwayne Wade and fourth, which is 2017. Dwayne Wade is uh, yeah, semi washed. Right, I, at so, least like make a reference of like the championship. So I googled Dwayne Wade's last game winner and. Uh, I kind of forget, had forgotten about this, but he hit one for our Chicago Bulls. Did he really? The headline. Jimmy let him shoot it. No, the headline, which this makes it so much funnier. Dwayne Wade awarded game-winning free throws after a missed dunk. Demarcus Cousins stews. Oh that's yes, when, that's what it was like a phantom call. Oh <laughs> my god, that's his only one last year. Uh, that's his most recent, at least. Okay, well they so, win yeah, a lot of games. He's not so. doing much. Uh, he's getting. Free throws handed to him. <laughs> Dude. My God. Yeah, I don't think Remy Ma is very good. And it kind of... I don't know how to feel about that, but... You mean Nicki Minaj? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I was caught up typing. Yeah, don't get caught in a beef with Remy. Dude, no, she'll come at me. Yeah. She's good. <laughs> she just got out of prison. <laughs> like, that she'll fuck me up. I'm not in on that. Um... Alright, do you have any other songs you want to talk about or do you want to talk about some of your favorite lines? Yeah, let's go line for line. Alright, give me some of yours, dude. Let's just go like, you say one, you know, we yeah. react to yeah. it. Yeah, so I like that on the intro to Riverdale Road, it's more, he's just kind of like talking. He goes, yeah, turn that motherfucker up. I want to feel like I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Uh, <laughs> that's a really good one. Um, let's see. Which one do I want to talk about? Um, oh, I brought it up on, uh, oh, on Realize. Let me, uh, let me pull that up real quick here. Um, which Realize, like, again, this is the song that that Nikki is on, but she's kind of trash. Um, so, oh, so this is not a, like, ironic or gimmicky 2 chains one. But the, he ends his first verse with, oh man, fuck yeah. all that humble shit. <laughs> fuck all that mumble yeah. shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I love this line, but it's also kind of funny because we're going to talk about a mumble rapper next. Um, yeah, is Young Thug considered a mumble rapper? Yeah, Young Thug, I think, is considered a mumble rapper. Okay. But he's better than, better than most. Yeah. You can at least understand his vulgarness. Um, so that was one. That was one of my favorite ones, like our actual real line. Yeah, um, I got, I got a bank account. Got another bank account. Got another bank account <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's so good. Um, 
What else you got, dude? Uh, my side chick got pregnant by her main dude, and I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've got a ton. What song is that on? That's, uh, yeah, we should, that's on Blue Cheese with Migos. Okay. I think that's, like, how he opens his verse. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, I liked, uh... On OG Kush diet, he says, I used to drive a Porsche till I found out it yeah. was made by Volkswagen. <laughs> I had that one. Um, <laughs> that one's really good. When she asks me my number, I say I'm the one. <laughs> so if you so can't tell. He says it like so convincingly that even if it's corny, it's like still really funny. <laughs> Yeah, um, also on OG Kush diet. Like, some of the things, again, I will say, 2 Chains has become a lot better at rapping, but some of these things are still kind of clunky. Like, on OG Kush diet, it says, tell her, take them panties off when she rock, walk around my boat. Oh. <laughs> like, I, it doesn't even rhyme with anything. It's just, like, inserted into the middle of the song. Uh, oh, God. That, uh... Oh, on Realize, he says... Fuck her to sleep. She had pipe dreams. Yeah. <laughs> that one's really great. Uh, keep going, dude. I feel like you have more lined oh, up. Oh, yeah. I, I was, <laughs> had a fun time. This um, is honestly one of the best parts about being a 2 yeah. Chains fan. On Door Swangin', he says, no hibachi. All he had is some tuna fish. Yep, that one's he good. He mentions hibachi multiple times on this album. Also. Yeah, 2 Chains is a huge, huge, <laughs> huge... Uh, Oh, what, what what brand is it? Benihana. Benihana. Jeez, I had a mind blank there, dude. It's a former client. Um, so I, I, it's a vibe. This isn't really a line, but on one of his verses, he kind of, each line he ends with a different ad lib in the background. Yes, okay. And so I just put a list of them down. He says, yeah, true, hmm, yeah, right. Bow, ooh, all right, check, hibachi, Versace. <laughs> God, he's good. Oh, um, one more, I want to bring up another one. On Roy, uh, so he has a song uh, called Rolls Royce, bitch. Um, he says, 100 acres on my property, man, I might hit a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that one? Yeah. <laughs> so he, his property is uh. so huge, if you drive around, you might just hit wildlife. Heads up. Um, and then this last one I want to bring up is, um, on door swinging. Um, so muddy, if you're not familiar with what that is, is like lean. Um, he goes, yeah, sipping muddy like a motherfucking Merlot. <laughs> like, oh, chains. Oh, 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 also getting back to, uh, when we were talking about his weird, uh, way he discusses his appliances and jewelry on Bailon with Pharrell, which is an awesome song. It is pretty cool. It's very pretty tropical. Yeah, it's he, fun. He, uh, he says, bracelet, this is Rolly. Rolly, this is bracelet. <laughs> yeah, just talking to each, they're just talking to each other. <laughs> I bet you that's an actual... Like, he's like kind of weird. That's actually probably a conversation he's had in his head, right? Like, he put on a new bracelet, like, yo, Rolly, meet bracelet. <laughs> uh... All right, man. Do you have anything else to say? No, about I think that's a good line Shane? to end on. Yeah. All right, go listen to uh, "Pretty Girls Like Trap Music" by uh, Two Chains. Yeah. Keep an ear open. There's probably many more, more, many more lines that yeah. I 
All right, we're going to move into uh, one of our other favorite rappers, um, Young Thug. So he released a, surprisingly, this is his first studio album. Oh, is this officially a studio album? This is album? officially okay. his first studio album, which this dude's been re releasing mixtapes every six yeah. months. Him and Future, are, we're just like vying for who can yeah. produce the most music last year. Um, so he released Easy Breezy Thugger Girls. Um, which he's gotten some... Well, it's, the official title now is yeah. pared down to Beautiful Thugger Girls. Yes, so the original was Easy Breezy Thugger Girls, and he got a bunch of backlash from Cover Girl. Probably rightfully so. Still um, has a line. Yep. Yeah. Um, What did you think overall? So like, what were your expectations going in? I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about this. What were your expectations going into it, and what did you think after listening yeah. to it? So I think... I'm not sure if I want to I have a nice discussion question that relates to this and also the Vince Staples one. Okay. Do you want me to do that now? Or? Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. All right. As they so, blend over, we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah. So this kind of ties in. It's an open-ended So box. he had like announced um, this as his singing album. Yeah, singing album, yeah. And, uh, and like the Vince album, which we'll talk about, is very different than what Vince has done in the past. So the question is... When an established artist that you really like, right, that has like a defined sound, when they announce, like you haven't heard any of the new stuff, but when they announce like that they're going in a very drastic different direction, are you, is your like initial like gut reaction like, oh cool, or do you kind of want them to stay in their lane? Oh, that's a good question, yeah. dude. Because um, it doesn't always work. That's I think thing. usually I'm excited for the change. Yes. But you're way more comfortable with the lane. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you're excited to hear it, and if it works, dope. Like, Yeezus, right? Right. Like that, which he didn't announce it was different. Yeah, he just but came it was, out everybody It was, was very cool. different. <laughs> but, like, that album, I like a lot, but it's way different. Yeah, but I mean, Kanye like, kind of reinvents himself every right. album. Which, like, partially yeah. is, like, what he is. Yeah. Right? Like, he doesn't have one second. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th Thugger, like, uh, this, I feel like we think differently about this album. This album is, like, really growing on me. Right. So, yeah. So, would, would my, have, so my answer to the would question. Would you have preferred he stayed in his lane? Well, I think, like, I want the artist to experiment, right? Right, that's what makes good music. Like yeah. going outside and the like, shell and stretching yourself. And like the thing is, um, even if it doesn't sound the way you want it, you still have those albums or songs prior. Like they're not taking that away from you. Like it's kind of a bummer. Like we talked about with Chance. Like if he's kind of going down a certain, if they're going down a certain path, it's like a bummer. But they're not taking their old stuff away from you. And if that's like what the artist wants to do, I support so it. Yeah. I won't always listen to it, but um, so yeah, that's all to say. Like this album is growing on me. It's there's still like a lot of songs I think that all I right. just won't come back to. How would you rank or put like not necessarily rank in order, but like we're not a ranking or ratings podcast. No, you know, I. Continue. <laughs> like, where would you put this in your thugger list of what he's produced so far? Probably towards the bottom. Yeah. All right. Well, I, so there, like, there are a lot of songs on here that I like, 
but there's also kind of a lot of songs on here for a thugger project in general because usually they're a little more concise right yeah no true like slime season three yeah is probably my favorite yeah. thugger project and it's i think I'm, i think it's 27 minutes i listen to it all of the time yeah so like compared to slime season three there's probably i can probably get that number of songs that i like out of this album yeah but as because well, it's, it's a studio like i and, think yeah as an album as a whole i don't love it yeah it's probably because it's a sense. studio album. yeah well yeah also uh all right let's get into it um so if you can't tell this is it's a little different than young thug's previous yeah. stuff so he did announce it was going to be a singing album which that like had me worried. Yeah, I was, I like, was like, still very much looking forward what? to it because it's Thugger. But I was like, oh man, what? So, what did you like and what did you not like about it? I guess. So I guess um, there's a couple songs where you could tell where it's like, oh, this is like him really leaning leaning into the singing, um, like oh yeah, and those were like pretty forgettable. I thought. Yeah. Um, but there are plenty of songs where, um, like, the hook is definitely emphasized, but he still kind of raps and does thugger things on it. And there's, yeah, it wasn't as much of a singing album as I was No, I'd agree with that. Expecting. Not every song It's still song a very is, strange album. Yeah, but, like, a few of the songs sound very yeah. much like he's trying to sing, but a few of them just sound like him stretching himself like normal you know yeah like on jeffrey he does this kind of stuff right where, like he's rapping yeah. but he like really draws which out. i really like yeah like yeah. that makes him different yeah like you know that's like makes him unique in the space like i think okay so family don't matter is one of my favorite songs yeah i think um that's a very big turning point for the history of music is when young thug says yeehaw <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Young Thug has like, added Yeehaw yeah, to his ad Musicians lip. will never be able to go into the studio and record the same way. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, have you been seeing the reaction to it online? Not like really, saying it's actually. like a it's like a country it's like him going southern country and like embracing like southern country into hip hop and like really starting well, to like overlap. I like, saw like on um, Which I don't know if I agree with. I saw that like far. some some of that, like kind of directed at the album as a whole and i don't really see that besides family don't matter. a couple songs yeah i could, you could feel the acoustic twang yeah and which, the way he changes his voice but like as a whole no yeah i definitely would agree with that like a lot of people were like oh there's a like he's changing the landscape of hip-hop by embracing no. country it's like i don't know like a few of the songs are like really yeah. different but and i also don't think this is not like i don't a, think this sold enough to merit that yeah, like, I still Young like, Thug. Still he's pretty is, niche. Yeah, yeah, like he's not huge by any means. I mean, he's great, but um, so yeah, Family Don't Matter is really good. Um, that's the first song. The second song I really liked, uh, Tomorrow Till Infinity. Yeah. Oh, um, good line on there. He says, "I'm the Black Christian Gray, Fifty Shades of Bay." Yep, he's really dope on that. Um, also on that song. He makes a reference to listening to his own music, which I find really interesting. <laughs> you catch that? It's like, no, I didn't catch that. Uh, so but, uh, he goes, "That's not surprising." No. So he goes, "I got money on my listening to digits." Ooh. <laughs> um, which specific song? Yeah, with yeah. with digits is a song from Slime Season Three, um, which I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Like, do you think artists usually listen to their own music? Uh he probably I mean, like he does. 
<laughs> no, that is a good, like, a lot. I've seen it, like, asked in interviews. Like, you don't listen to this pod. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave and let Nick edit. But I've seen it asked in interviews with various artists, and most artists say no. Yeah, which is like, I, yeah. he obviously does. Yes, he must, a, he's like very into yeah. his own craft. There's an Izzy's and Sorry joke about Kanye allegedly listening to his own music. Oh, yeah, so it's like, Yeah, it's kind of a certain personality yeah. type, maybe. Yeah, they probably fit in the same yeah. pretty fucked up realm. <laughs> and on that song, he calls Chicago his second home, so yeah, that's pretty dope. Surprised. I don't think he's never seen him here. Chicago. Before. No, ever. <laughs> no. But I'm gonna be on that Instagram stories yeah. waiting for Young Thug to appear. I mean, the first three songs are really. She want a party is really. Good. The first three are good. Family it's, don't matter. Tomorrow's only yeah. and then she want a party. I got a very Jeffrey vibe from She Want a Party. Agreed. This song yeah. could have easily been on yeah. his last album. It's a very catchy hook. Yeah. It's it's intense. I mean, it's like pretty vulgar. Well, a lot of this album is. I'm gonna <laughs> he bring hides up. It. I'm gonna bring up one song, or there's a couple that are All like right. absurd, and um, I don't know if I'm gonna say the actual lines because <laughs> that's fine. So I think it's on. Uh, oh, I want to say it's on Daddy's birthday. Which, is that is that one of the songs you want to talk about? Well, no? you, what, what were you gonna say? But about I was gonna that? say there's a reference on here. So he has six kids. Uh, yeah. With four different women. Yeah. Um, and he. <laughs> he's like twenty four. Yeah, he's twenty five. Twenty five. He's twenty five. Okay. He will turn twenty six. I think his birthday is in August. Oh, so he's like I just like just looked this yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, he's our age. Well, so he's got six kids, four different women. Um, in one of his interviews, they asked him like, "How is it, basically having all these kids?" And he goes. If I could go back, I would have done it differently. This shit's hard. <laughs> like, I don't need this. And I'm like, ooh. Wow. Like, Jesus. Way to be candid. Yeah. Like, God, I hope that his kids don't want me. And, like, I'm sure they'll be all right. At least he made a song about him. Yeah. Sort, his, his own sort birthday. Of, yeah. How egotistical is yeah. it? <laughs> it's his own birthday. Yeah, his song about his kids sort of is called Daddy's Birthday. Uh, what did you want to say about it? Uh, just that he mentioned he's got six kids. Otherwise, I thought it was definitely one of the more boring songs. Yeah, it's pretty album. bad. Um, I liked Do You Love Me? Yes. That might be one of my favorites. It's the, really fun. The hook is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Go listen to it. <laughs> uh, can you not, can we not say it? You can say it. What is, what is it? You don't want to say it? No. <laughs> Hold on. This is really good It's really content. goofy. And it didn't... Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I, that's, it's definitely one of the most catchy hooks on the album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go listen to this yeah. song. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't think my mom listens to this pod, but she definitely shares it with people, so yeah. I'm not going to say it, but that is one of the most catchy Also, he has a line that says... In the tubby popping bug. <laughs> that. And he says, treating myself like I got AIDS for you. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, He's there's great. a lot of uh, very vulgar lines. Like, um, on, oh, yeah, he on You Said. Oh, yeah. That song where it's basically him speaking to like an anonymous girl about all the stuff that uh, she said he would do, she would do in bed for him. Yeah. And didn't, and 
Thugger's not happy. No, it sounds so sad. Like the I song, know. he makes it seem like it's, it's like, like no, it's, it's she like did a, something it's wrong a, it's by like, like a very like breakup oh, like yes. like teen breakup like acoustic guitar and then he just goes into it. so yeah one of the lines I'm not gonna say the other two around it. He says, "Hit it from the back, loosen up her spleen." Oh God! So, and that's one of the that's one of the more appropriate lines. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I, to go back to "Do You Love Me" for a second, that is a great uh, chorus, as we mentioned. But I think in talk about how vul- so like he hides the vulgarness almost because well, of how much he, he sings in twins. Yeah, no, in like the the part of the hook is like la 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 yeah <laughs> yeah so in his first verse he goes ain't talking nikki i'm about to have a menage a trois on my face <laughs> yeah come on which like the whole like menage a trois and nikki yeah. thing well that line has been done over and over again but the location of it is new <laughs> that's a new spot it's a new spot also slight reference to mortal Kombat. not slight he goes hold up kick shit johnny cage yeah this is a definitive johnny cage that's pretty dope <laughs> johnny um, cage main yeah um what else did you like about this so i really liked uh what do you think of the future song I so really honestly like there's it. not a lot of like big name features on this so he essentially has future he has a um millie something millie go lightly yeah millie go lightly is on a couple of these tracks um, otherwise, like, it's basically just Young it's Thugs. got Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's on the song, but I thought that yeah. song kind of sucked. Um, uh, yeah, the Snoop Dogg verse was the best part of it. Yeah, right, but like, okay. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Um, uh, that future song is really good, though. So it's also, called Relationship. Beef Squashed. Yeah. 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 They got a song together. Yeah, I wonder... You looked, you looked so happy when you realized that. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they got to stick together. Atlanta yeah. mumble rappers. Yeah, no, it's cool how, uh, like, throughout the whole song, through, like, the hook and verses, it's kind of, like, all jumbled together because they kind of just switch back and forth. Yeah. No, it does what they do well. Yeah. Like, it, no, it it's puts a it together. really good song. That's a cool song. Um, yeah, You Said is pretty aggressive. Um, I liked, what do you think of On Fire? Um, I really liked it. So it sounded like... Couldn't quite. It sounded so much like a Drake beat. Yeah. Well, he executively produced this album. Okay, that makes sense. The last song is called "Take Care." Yeah. Yeah. But so also on fire. Um, a lot of people are comparing this to Rebirth from Wayne, and yeah. that has a song called "On Fire." Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, speaking of Rebirth, that's why the first song caught me so much. Because of the guitar, the yeah. like, acousticness yeah. of it, I, I guess. Because like Rebirth was like Little Wayne's entire like rock album, rock, yeah. Which, which was, is, eh, it was half good. More hit than miss, or more miss than hit, but yeah. But some of them are dope. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so yeah, On Fire. Um. I thought that song was good. Just a brief. Uh. <laughs> and again, one of my favorite lyrics from this. He goes, "I'm tired of one. I need a threesome. I need a threesome." Thug, give me the threesome. Three, 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 three threesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Um, Let's uh, get to the point. Yeah, but then after that, it's kind of yeah. tough until... It's front I, heavy. I liked For Y'all and Take Care I Loved. Yeah, so For Y'all has like a really cool trumpet in yeah, the background. it's very Latino sounding. Yeah, that's a really cool song. And then Take Care is great. It's a banger. 
Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, one He's, of his lines, go ahead. He says, Bill Gates, yeah. I'm your stepson. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so good. So, yeah, I think the front half is is pretty dope, especially the first three songs. Um, and then, yeah, skip to the last two, because I think uh, For Y'all and Take Care are really dope. But, yeah, I mean. But, like, I don't know. Like, what did you, I guess, like, just go back. Now that we've gone through the songs, like, how did you, how do you feel about it? Like, I. Are you going to go back and listen to it? Uh, probably not all the way through, but, uh, Pick yeah, the songs you I'm going to take, like, a good chunk of these songs off. Yeah, a few of these are like really yeah, good like, party songs. Yeah, um, and some of the kind of more singing heavy songs aren't necessarily bad. They're just not exactly what I want from Young Thug, which kind of ties back into the the question I posed is like, yeah, I won't go back to him. I don't. I'm not off the Young Thug bag. Young Thug bad, bad <laughs> bandwagon. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not either. So I mean that's a good segue because let's talk about let's talk about this. This is a second yes. artist that it's kind of switched the very, style up, very different than his previous music, right? Like yes, he definitely went his own way. Yes, yeah. like what did you think of? So I Vince Staples say, came out with Big Fish Theory yeah. is the name of the album. This came out last Friday. I would say he one hundred percent nailed it. Right, and it's very different because uh, yes. like we are hit or miss on Young yes. Thug. This is we what, both love. Yeah. This is one of my favorite albums of the year. I would agree like, with you. I love it. And I've only gone through it twice, yeah. so I need to... I've like, listened to it. Also, before we get too far into it, if you um, have like a nice pair of headphones or a nice sound system, this is an album to get those work out. Oh, like, yeah. Turn it up loud. Like It's very cool. Yeah, except when you get to Yeah, Right... Don't be worried. Yes. You didn't break the speakers. Yeah. So, um, it's just kind of getting ahead of ourselves. I was listening to it initially in my car on the way to work. And yeah, right. has kind of a, a very distorted bass line. And I thought, I was like, oh, I blew my speaker out. And, but the song still is so good that I like had anxiety. I wanted to switch forward to the next song to see if it still sounded like that, but I still wanted to finish Yeah, Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, dude. So what, I, I'm going to say it. I think we might have said this before or talked about it. Not on this pod, but I think like when we were hanging out this last Off weekend. Off the record. Yeah, this reminded me of Yeezus. Yes. Like, it's very, like, scratchy, electronic. Yeah. Uh, but, like, not a, it's, it it's, wasn't as hard. It wasn't no, as yeah. contrast so as Yeezus was. I'd say it's Yeezus-like in the way that it's such a big departure. And I would say, yeah, right, sounds, that could be on Yeezus, that production. Mm -hmm. But this is more kind of, like, house dancey, yeah. like... It's like very like industrial EDM, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, so give a. What did you? What What were your favorite songs from this thing? Um. So my like favorite songs are definitely in the back half. Yeah, I would say the back half is very yeah, rad. But uh. Which is great. The album's only what thirty five minutes, maybe. Yeah, so it's a quick listen. There. I think overall, though, I kind of want to talk about just the the themes you can kind of take out of yeah. the album. Yeah. Um, the I think the Big Fish Theory is sort of a relation to how people view the rap 
kind of circle from like the outside perspective and then how Vince fits into that. And he's yeah, right. Trying, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. Right. Is about, um, him and Kendrick basically call out all the fake rappers and like <laughs> who don't so, maintain yeah, the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, right. Which yeah, like right, yeah, right. Vince is very honest though about not even wanting to maintain that lifestyle yeah. in, in this album and which sets him apart even further. I, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I'll pick out kind of through this as we go. But yeah. So, um, I think we might have talked about this before, but <laughs> when we saw him live, it's called the, the aquatic tour, the life aquatic, mm-hmm. which is a Wes Anderson film. And when we went to go see him, we like got into the, um, venue and they were playing that movie backwards. It was so bizarre. Yeah. But like, yeah, he's like very in like, God, this dude's so talented. Like he's so smart and so yeah. into well, his so this, craft. Yeah, that's like, like another thing is uh, everything is intertwined. Like compared to uh, his last full album, Summertime '06, and even the majority of hip hop albums, he really doesn't have a ton of lines or bars compared to that. Like he, there's only a couple full verses on this album. There's a lot of he does like six to eight lines. And then the beat comes back in, and then he'll like come in between that. But he even yeah, but it's what he does you best. Know, like I think even even with that limited space of vocab, he gets his point across really well and covers a lot of topics. He's concise. Yeah, but so fucking dope. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I want to get your thoughts on uh. The yeah. Al- the Alyssa interlude. Yeah, man, I want to talk about this. I have a lot to talk about. So let's do this it. This could go. This could go. Deep. Do you want to go song by song? No. No. Fuck it. Just bounce yeah. around. Let's yeah, talk about the, around. I want to talk about the Alyssa interlude. Yeah. So I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. What was your takeaway on this? So I didn't know this. Um, about like his inspiration for making Prima Donna. Yeah. Um, so the Alyssa interlude is like a two and a half minute song. So it's like not even really an interlude. It's like actually a song. I mean, ish. Yeah. He comes in at the end. Yeah. Um, mixed over the temptations, yeah, which is over really the, cool. Oh God, it's so cool. But the first like minute is a sample of an Amy Winehouse interview. And then basically, uh, God, it's so, it's so cool. And he's been like quoted saying that like, she is a huge influence on his career because he basically he like watched a documentary about her life and was like, "This is the saddest shit yeah. I've ever seen." And then he made Prima Donna. Yeah, like it's a soundtrack essentially. Yeah, Prima Donna like, basically. Like I didn't know that is his latest or his last project before this, and it's an EP, and it kind of chronicles in reverse order of a, a successful rapper. It starts off with the rapper killing himself, God. and then goes as the EP progresses, goes backwards as the rapper is finding his fame. Yeah, it's... Oh, Jesus, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, like that, I love... I think this is so like then, one of, This is one of my favorite parts of the entire album. Like that, like, two and a half, yeah. 245. Well, so I was like, this is really cool. So that brings up questions then, right? Because um, the second half of that song, uh, he talks about missing like a certain girl or a certain somebody and then so so are you supposed to take like what what is the takeaway of this then is he is he that suicidal rapper then because he does have allusions to suicide on this album 
or is Amy that girl, or is it a different girl, or... <clears throat> I feel like it's Amy, but one of his and biggest he's like, themes is... he's sad that he's lost his inspiration, or... Yeah, because I think, oh, well, this is my take. At least at first, like, couple of listens, right? Like, I'm no expert, but this is, like, my... Yeah. Kind of, like, when I listen to it. He bring like, one of his main themes is love. Yeah. And, like, the like continuous circle you're in that like you're always searching for it but when it breaks your heart you're like it's terrible yeah he has but a like, very nihilistic view yeah, on, but like, on this album yeah and it's like throughout the whole thing so and i don't think it's necessarily only about like a woman that he's literally in love with like i think that there's like a love for amy you know like i think yeah. that there's like there's a multiple like view or thought on what and how to feel about love but yeah, like it's very nihilistic. Like this whole yeah. thing is like about how like poorly it treats you, but you have to have it kind of Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mark just spilled all over himself. How did that beer foam up so much? It was just sitting you on the floor. You shook it from the floor to your chest. Oh yeah, all the way up. Um <laughs> as I'm talking about this like deep shit <laughs> spraying a beer. beer off my shirt. Yeah, get that shit out of the studio, man. <laughs> um Yeah, no, but going off that, so then uh Alyssa interlude. Uh, goes right into love can be which right. which this is another um major moment in music history damon albarn and ray j are on the same song yeah um which i want to get into ray j but uh for a minute yeah but real so uh yeah this is like the the peak of where i mentioned his nihilistic view yeah, it's about middle towards, of the album towards life this is he gets really really depressing in his struggles regarding love he says call my phone say she horny want me i can make time or i can make money i'm a keep counting count me out shorty never let a bitch little bow wow me which is yeah. a, a funny way to get across a really depressing message <laughs> yeah no for sure right like he, yeah absolutely which you, like yeah the bow wow yeah challenge <laughs> that's so funny um the other thing on this song, like, kind of on a, a, a different tangent here. Like, I agree with you. This is yeah. kind of, like, the peak of that, yeah. like, moment of the album. Um, have you looked into Vince Staples, like, Ray J stuff? He loves Ray J. Loves Ray J. Yeah. Uh, have you watched that interview on Hot 97? Not all of it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So, Vince Staples does an interview uh, with Hot 97 from L.A., uh, he's with Tyler, the creator, and this came out like, I don't know, like two, three years ago. Um, but he basically goes off on this tangent about how Ray J has influenced every single part of like West coast hip hop and black <laughs> culture. And it's, it's incredible. I love it. He's so smart. Yeah. Um, like he, they're like, get him on the beach. Like I just want him to co-sign. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, uh, let's get, we can get well, back into well, the, so somewhat, this will be a good segue back into the music. Yeah. Um, somewhat related to what he says during interviews is uh, in one of his interviews leading up to this release, he called this Afro-futuristic music. And then publications took that and ran with it. Then he was on um, Trevor Noah's show. Is it the, it's the Daily Show or yeah. the Nightly Show? It's a Daily, Daily Show. The, oh, yeah daily show and he like trevor noah asked him about it he's like 
Oh, no, I just said that because, like, white people love hearing about black people. <laughs> and, but, um, like, the takeaway, though, is... We just lost the light in the studio. Uh, the takeaway is, uh, it is a very futuristic-sounding album. Yeah, very. Like, which we were kind of getting at with the, the dance uses vibes, but it's very unique listen. Dude, it's so good. Um, all right, so we talked about two of the songs. Alyssa Interlude. I think Alyssa Interlude is my favorite part of this thing. Um, I want to talk about Big Fish really quick. Uh, like, how did you feel about Vince outsourcing the hook? Honestly? I liked it. Because I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. You've brought it up, and I've just like nodded my head because I agree with you. That like his probably is one of his weaker points is the... He just the chorus like his, he's a great yeah, rapper yeah he's great at bringing beats and like sh- shifting his style but his hooks are generally him just saying the name of the song over and over yeah which North sometimes Long works Beach. yeah but uh it's cool to yeah get juicy j on there yeah i was kind of surprised by uh yeah the singles were big fish bag back and rain come down and two of those had guest features for the hook and so i was surprised that that's sort of it on the album for guest hooks yeah they probably tried to leverage that for like hype. Oh, yeah you know well that's the thing is big fish is by far the most straightforward song on the album yeah even okay. even so bag back when that came out people were kind of some people were off put um by the beat and not very into it and that's also one of the more straightforward songs on the album yeah. <laughs> like there's some wild stuff out here yeah um which let, maybe let's get into like what did you think of the first song crabs in a bucket i think that was cool so um it's a a it's a cool intro to the sound is very it's very like a chopped up sample kind of leading into him actually rapping mm-hmm. and that's and that then that sample kind of continues and it sort of lets you know like hey if this is on the intro this album might be a ride yeah and, i agree but uh the so crabs in a bucket like i, d- I didn't know that that was a phrase yeah i didn't either um so but it's basically about how crabs in a bucket are fighting over each other to get out of the bucket but they're never going to get out of the bucket and basically right. going in a cycle over each other and so he kind of takes that as that's the rap game and yeah it's this is a very introspective album on what's going on in rap music and then also in vince's love life yeah and they're both kind of his takes are very cynical and he touches on other things which We'll get into but we don't only talk about <laughs> two chains and young yeah Doug. get you a man who can do both um, <laughs> yeah on crabs in a bucket so this is also one of the other topics he touches on he says nails in the black man's hand and feet put him on a cross so we put him on a chain lying to me saying he don't look like me so yeah he's talking about religion and the view of jesus as a white person for some reason and uh he be white jesus yeah why not why can't he be black yeah that's what be. vince is asking yeah he could be yeah 
<laughs> One chug. Um. All right. Let's. We're gonna get really into it. So. Yeah, dude. Dude, I, I like. I love Vince, but not nearly to the extent that Mark is like. Oh, I like he, really. Mark is six to midnight I really right now. Dove into this album. Where's uh? Oh, that's another good uh, big fish pun. You dove. Oh yeah. You I dove in. Put on my. Uh, oh hey there. My deep diving gear. And uh. All right, we're gonna talk about for now until I find that other line. Um, this line got picked up by kind of a lot of the outlets covering the album on party people so party people is like a sort of a banger where he once again kind of just says party people over again on the hook but uh it's a cool like the beat's really cool and it works but leading it's sort of like the pre-chorus he says um how am i supposed to have a good time when death and destruction is all i see which yeah, he's very he's not shy about pointing out <laughs> what's going on around him. Um, this isn't necessarily a I'm in the ghetto or I've got out of the ghetto or anything, yeah. but he's just saying that has like the state of the world. I, that was that was my takeaway. No, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep going, dude. Uh, here, come on, I'm I'm here for you. I want to I listen. I'm a listener now. I'm just one of the many earbuds listeners. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, tell me about 745. Talk to me talk about, about 745. So that's kind of, um, that comes after Love Can Be where, uh, yeah, I mentioned earlier, he gets really down on his his view on love. And 745 is still pretty cynical on it, but in kind of a more joking way and he talks about how uh, he takes this woman on a date and he's got barely enough cash to tip the maitre d and then she walks straight to the oyster bar (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's awesome and this is like very west coast vibes yeah the production on this is it's got an awesome like g-funk like old school bass the one song in this album that is like kind of the west coast vibey yeah, which I, I is dope. I, that's a, that's probably one of my top three favorite songs in this album. Um, find here. Talk about the Kendrick verse for a little bit. Oh, I need to find this. Dude, where do we start about Kendrick? Kung Fu Kenny came in so hot. Like, what was your favorite part about about him though? Um. Like I was actually kind of surprised no, to honestly, see. Honestly, were end, you surprised to see him on this album? Uh, well, so, um, sort of. So the kind of album credits came out a couple days before the album. Yeah. And he was listed on yeah right, but ASAP Rocky was also listed on Samo, and ASAP or Rocky had been listed on Prima Donna before and had a. Uh, a fake feature basically which he has again on this album so this song is cool for a few reasons but so yeah no i was like legitimately surprised to have kendrick come through with a full verse which yeah. he bodies oh, oh, oh dog yo he gets in on it um i don't even know where to begin dude he's so good um 
I just okay. So he brings in he brings K dot. So it's like K dot Twilight the Zeitgeist. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> he's the spirit of the age, dude. He's like just in it. And then he goes, okay, so K dot Twilight the Zeitgeist roll like fried rice and tempura shrimp. I was like, yeah, man, that's kind of funny. But as it continues on, he just like he's so dope. Um, he comes in paid like two Damon Wayans retire early. Yeah. Um, that's pretty savage. Um, God, where else do we, cause he comes in for like, God, dude, it's like a minute. He's got the longest verse. A minute of rap. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Cause Vince has like a couple of his mini verses. Yeah. And then Kendrick comes in, but, uh, it's cool that, not that this is really surprising, but, uh, especially dudes like Kendrick who are already established. So when they're on features, you can kind of tell how much they almost respect the other dude that they're featuring for by like how hard they go. And yeah, no, and agreed. Kendrick goes in, which is cool. It's not surprising that Kendrick is big on Vince and oh, like, now drops an awesome verse for him. They're similar in a lot of their like yeah, they connect everything. Like they're not just producing. Yeah, rap music for there's the like sake concepts of... woven throughout the albums. Yeah, and uh, Kung Fu Kenny came in with uh, he ends, um, he ends with looking for my next roadkill for the headlight, hanging through my last four kills for the headlights. My life, high life, high five, bye bye. Yeah, I love that he ends it with bye bye. Oh, dude, he's great. He's so dope, and this song bangs. This is a song yeah. that Mark thought he ruined his car speaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, this song also is like, even though, like the okay, let's, I'm gonna go through the second verse real quick from Vince. All right, so as I said, this song bangs. Uh, Kendrick comes in like real hot, but the second verse from Vince is. Pretty woman want to slit her wrist. Pretty woman want to be a rich man's bitch. Pretty woman want a couple kids. Pretty woman want a new ass, new lips. Like, that is... <laughs> like, damn, dude. It's, um... <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, so he's kind of, on this song, talking about not only the fake rappers and everything, but then the women, the that, women that take advantage of those, of those guys rap bragging about things they don't have. <laughs> Yeah, which or is things like, they haven't done. Which is, I, not that it's weird for him to rap about, but like, all of the other references he makes to women and love is like he's been hurt. Yeah. Almost more yeah. than like, because he doesn't rap about like what Two Chains and Young Thug rap about. Right. You know, it's not like aggressive, like, I'm going to have a menage a trois yeah, in my pipe face. Dreams. Yeah, it's not pipe dreams. Like, Vince actually is like rapping about like real shit. So this is like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I wonder like what this is in reference. If it's about a specific woman or if it's like I don't know because he it's like he's very nihilistic as we like talked about. Yeah, here. it's like pretty. He's I mean he's so dope. But what else you want to discuss, dude? Um, there's only a few more songs on here. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about so homage? It's cool because so the hook like interpolates, which is the correct term. Rick Ross. Uh, the these hoes can't hold me back and then also a second homage in it is uh, one of the verses he starts with I'm on a new level and he uses the flow from yeah. Ferg's new level 
which is really cool. That's really dope. I think uh, my favorite part about this song is his second verse, talking about how he gets no respect. So he goes, Outrun my gun, I'm the big shot now. Prima Donna yeah. had them like, wow, Hitchcock of my modern day, where the fuck is my VMA, where the fuck is my Grammy? Yeah. That's pretty dope. Um, I also, like, really, real quick, because, um, like, this is probably, like, the fifth or sixth song on here where Kilo Kush, Kilo Kish is, is featured. So... She's a lot better on the feature than she is her own artist, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm I didn't not like her super solo. stoked on her solo stuff. But so she Vince was on tour. Yeah, she was on tour with yeah. Vince. And yeah. We saw her, and it was weird. It's pretty bizarre. But we have a friend who's very into her, and it it makes me a little uncomfortable. If you're listening to this, it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I. She, like, even on uh, Summertime 06, she's got a couple features and fits really well. And she fits, like, her features on here are awesome. On uh, on the first song, Crabs in a Bucket, she's got the outro. It works really well and flows well into the next song. Um, yeah. yeah. We only have, like, a, one more song we haven't talked about. Samo, I guess. Yeah, which is the that's I finally found the uh, the suicide reference I was looking for. But let's not let's not on a high note. Yeah, like how do you where do you think <coughs> Vince goes from here? Because like he summertime '06 was dope. Prima Donna very West Coasty though. Yeah, yeah. Prima Donna was dope, but as we talked about, is like a backwards. Yeah, it's like about Amy Winehouse. It's a cool kind of mini concept ep ish i guess but yeah. it also it also serves to sort of bridge the two sounds of summertime 06 and then big fish theory yeah like where do you do you think he's going to continue like adapting and evolving because i feel like he will i feel like he's going to do like he'll have a whole nother sound for his next album i feel like he's not going to yeah sell. i could see that but also he seems to like this kind of stuff though because he's featured on a bunch of EDM tracks and stuff. So, yeah, which might be like my favorite. It's gonna, like, I don't mean this in a hot take way because, like, I really love yeah. his, but, like, more of his more listenable stuff yeah, is, like, like, for party, party music. Party jams are, are yeah, like, EDM he has features. so many good EDM features yeah. on, like, a GTA song, like, a little bit of this. Yeah. That's a great song. Which, uh, The Flume, Smoke yeah. and Retribution yeah, is great. Yeah, we should talk about. Which are both. GTA G produces a song yeah, on Flume here. Flume and Sophie. Yeah, yeah they all a bunch of. Like, they're all producers on this yeah. album. So, like, that'd be cool if they continued yeah. working together. Because, like, yeah, I, I don't know. That's, like, a, he's, yeah. like, one of the few rappers that sounds, like, really dope on EDM Well, music. he can, he can ride, like, any beat. Yeah, right. Like, he yeah. just, like, he gets there and just, like, yeah. fucks with it. Like, he's so good. Yeah, so I don't know if, uh, yeah, maybe this is where he wanted to go. And he really likes this type of sound, which I'm cool with. It really works. Yeah. Or if he's going to try and switch it up again. But Hey, I trust him. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yes, exactly. He's earned if that trust. If he continues trust. making 35-minute albums, I'll continue listening he's to He's earned that. that trust. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, Summertime 06 was technically a double album, but it was still only 60 minutes long or something. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to you wanna say about uh, Vinny or what we talked about? I will say, oh, going back to, I think we talked a couple weeks ago about Rain Come Down, and we weren't thrilled on it. Um, I still don't, I still don't love that uh, he uses this 
verse, same verse over again, but it fits really well into a closing track for the album. I would agree. It's a very good closing track. Yeah. And it, like the Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Like sound on it is like a very like. Yeah. It's sort of almost, it's a, like kind of a relaxed and then you get Ty Dolla Sign like singing. It's like a nice relaxing end yeah. to what can kind of be an intense album. Yeah. But it fucking bangs. So go, <laughs> yeah. so go listen to it. Yes. Take your, get your nice headphones out. Fire up the speakers. Get your $5,000 two chains yeah. headphones. Listen to some Big Fish Theory. Um, that pretty much, that wraps it up. So go listen to those you know, singles. Those Go watch those music videos. Um, definitely, if you have, you know, within a couple you know days this week, check out 2 Chains, Young Thug. Specifically Vince. I think that's probably our favorite of the three. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, some other albums to talk about or just kind of mention. So, Big Boy came out with an album called Boomiverse. It's pretty good. I haven't gotten all the way through quite yet, but it's it's a pretty fun yeah, listen. I think um, All Night is a highlight on there, and it enters into the very small genre of summer bangers called All Night. <laughs> two of two. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the biggest commie fans on earth. Yeah. Uh, I just want to touch on uh, his mixtape he dropped uh, la- two weeks ago called Superstar, um, which he raps a lot more. Yeah. So he came out with uh, just like the movies, which we talked about. I mean, that's probably my that's one of my favorite releases this year. It's a really fun '80s vibe, but this one he raps a little bit more. It's really fun. Um, Lord, she dropped her sophomore album. It's really good. It's good as fuck. Really good. We didn't get the chance to talk about it, but really good. She's still incredible. Yeah. Like, she doesn't change. She's really good. And then Portugal the Man came out with yes. uh, Woodstock. Also good. Did you listen to the whole thing? Yeah, it's good. I have not listened to it. I it's listened to it only the background, singles. but yeah, really good. All right. Well, there it is. Another episode. This one's a little longer because we took a brief hiatus. So, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter, yeah. Earbuds Cast. We back. We back.